Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. always right here when I need her. We don't need me singing, but hey, good morning. How are you, Mr. Benny? Good. Happy summer. Back at you. Back at you. You're all tan and frisky you are and too. You're just stuff. Tan. It's like we have a little competition. We do. Who's going to get more brown? You will. You always do. Naturally, of course. Totally naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Boys good. House good. Yeah, cars. All's great. great. Uh, Volkswagen's busted. I don't know. I can't oh. figure it out. Yeah, I got a little problem with that. Well, at least you I'll get- figure it out. I know you will. At least you get that. It's frustrating. I'm sorry. Me too. I'm always. I'm always. <laughs> well, welcome everybody. Sue Lundquist here. Um, I'm your host, of course. It's the Gratitude Cafe. I am very excited to have you here. We're talking today about some vulnerability, but vulnerability without weakness. And how about attracting the love that you crave? Love that you crave. Does that sound good, Benny? Craving I'm some loving. <laughs> Craving some loving. You're like, are you nodding? We're human. Yes. If you don't get any, you've got some issues. You need some. Everyone does. Everybody. All forms of love comes in all different forms. Love, 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 love. We're bringing the love to the station today, baby. Do we have like a bum bum bump or something? I should no, no. See that that one doesn't fit. No, it does. Let me do it. Let me do that. Okay, I'll let you do that. (laughs) AKA the producer. No, I know what you need. You need like a little there. Oh, ding! ding. That's better. Oh, we're having so much fun. I really wish Benny would let me put the cameras on that man because I know. I'm seriously. Last show we had, where was it? Belgium, and everybody in Canada is like, please, we want to see Benny. We want to see Benny. But I'm telling you all, Benny looks well, really cute. Boat. We're on the same boat. Back to you. Oh! Love boat! <laughs> Yay! All right. You have hit the mother load here on the Gratitude Cafe. Sue Lundquist, I am your host. New perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, new you. That is exactly why I bring myself uh, every Tuesday to the wonderful Listeners and viewers, I'm going to remind all of you, um, you can view us and see us uh, in, the, in the studio, hey, actually. Oh, and am I on the, that fancy schmancy one, too? Well, hello, fancy schmancy one. Um, if you guys are wondering what in the heck uh, we're talking about, they've, we've got this whole new beautiful, uh, is it a cam video, cam camera yeah. thing? <laughs> well, I, I know. you're. If Those you are guys, webcams. Webcams. Yep. I know that's a webcam, but this one looks so fancy thing, just... like I should be, I don't know, how's my hair? <laughs> it looks fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I can zoom in on it. If you and no, we don't need that. <laughs> so I'm going to remind all of you, go to 1150kknw.com, uh, and you will see us sitting in the studio. Every so often, I'll get Benny to show his pretty face, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fun. But to Belgium, to Canada, to Norway, to Mexico, all of my beloveds, uh, Chicago, L.A., I love you guys so much. And um, thank you so much for being here and supporting myself and supporting 
this wonderful network, everything that's happening. Before um, I bring uh, Anatia on, I want to do a little housekeeping and remind all of you, I've got some superstars on my team. Of course, you guys know Benny here behind the scene. He's pushing the buttons, answering the phones, making all the magic happen for us here in the studio. And thank you very much, Benny. I've also got another superstar, and that's Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. Let me tell you a little bit about this guy. Resonate helps you to build beautiful, mobile-friendly websites. But more importantly, they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers, grow following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course or membership that sells automatically without you lifting a finger, they can help you build and sell that too. So please contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consultation to see what options they have for you. Let Josh and his team know that you heard about him from me. You can go to www.resonateweb.agency. That's www.resonateweb.agency to get further information. Again, tell him you heard about him from the wonderful Super Sue on the Gratitude Cafe. All right, we are going to jump. Super Sue? Isn't that? I like that. I'm writing Super that Super Sue. Yes. You know, okay, so. I'm glad All you... these years we've been doing Superman for me. It's nothing Super compared Seal. to Super Sue. Super Sue. Done and done. Uh, so when I I'll like figure something out on that. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, of course you will. Mm-hmm. You're Game awesome. Song. Oh, it's all twirling you're... up. And oh, up. you're done. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Let's have some fun, uh, love disco music for today because I feel nobody can. Well, I guess they can see my head, Bob. I feel like those two actors. The comedians on um, Saturday Night Live that do that. That sk- was like the 90s. <laughs> from, uh, the guy. Oh, um, the two. Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan. Yeah. yeah see, you're Night much better at that. Guys. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. sit the there. Brothers. And, oh, my. <laughs> have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you guys are just tuning in, I swear to God, we've got some good juicy stuff happening here. We do because we are talking about love, all the kinds of love, because as Benny and I were talking earlier, we all need love, all of the spectrum, the whole the whole umbrella of love. So I have got a very special guest like I do every Tuesday, and we are going to talk about uh, being vulnerable, but being vulnerable without weakness and even more importantly, attracting the love that you crave. And I am really excited. Anatia. Anatia Boyd is her name. Now, she struggled for years with fear. How does that sound? We've all been there with fear and wasting time in attracting emotionally unavailable men uh, before she broke through. Hired a dating coach and met her loving, spiritual, supportive husband. She now helps thousands of single women all over the world to start finding the right man for them to share their life with and to have a loving relationship quickly without lack of trust poor communication, or old issues getting in the way over 11 years. She has studied personality psychology at UC Berkeley, has spoken at Google, and on hundreds of stages and radio shows all over the world, and for over a decade studied everything that she could get her hands on in the areas of men, dating, and attracting a happy and long-term safe relationship with the right man, effectively without fear of vulnerability, sadness, or anxiety. I love this. She now lives in the beautiful San Diego area of California with her open, handsome, and honest husband, Brody. So please, Anatia, welcome to the Gratitude Cafe. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Benny, for having me. We're talking about some love today, aren't we? 
Absolutely. Yes. Well, let's, you know what? I want the audience, my audience, to get to know you and your background. Of course, I do the professional bio and all of that good stuff. But literally, let's talk about how you got here. Yeah, absolutely, Sue. So as the listeners can already detect from my accent, I'm originally from Eastern Germany. And I grew up in an emotionally absent household. You know, my mom wasn't really connected with her parents. Um, it might also be a little bit of culture there, but what that really meant was that words like I love you, um, hugs, affect, any kind of affection was really uncommon. I didn't really get that from my mother. And so as a matter of fact, uh, you know, I remember I was wanting to crawl into my mom's bed when I was about 18 months, 18 months old, and she told me, don't bother me. And Aww. so I learned really quickly to protect my heart, right, because, um, you know, it so happens so many women I talk to that come to me, they had to split when they were really young. They could no longer acknowledge the emotional need that they actually had, but actually move into, I'm good, I'm good, I'm independent, I don't need anybody. And so that became me, right? And um, I became misindependent. And however, as a consequence, since we attract who we're being, <laughs> right, I attracted a lot of split emotionally split men into my life, also known as emotionally unavailable men, right? Yes. Who one day told me I'm the always wanted, never expected miracle, and then the next day, ghosted. Do you know the term, term ghosted? I heard some people don't know what that means. Well, it's hard with your accent. Say ghost. I heard ghost something. Oh, ghosted. Well, ghosted? Like ghosted? Ghost, yeah, to ghost, to fall off the earth, basically. Ah, they ghosted. They poof, went away. Yes, like a ghost, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I <know> okay. <laughs> I love your accent. I just got to make sure the audience hears you clearly love. That's all. Yes, okay, no worries. So, so that went on for a few years. And as, as you can imagine, I felt rejected. All my abandonment fears were coming up over and over again. And my self-worth was down the drain. Mm. And so what I decided and what I always say, if you want to change in your life, right? You have to take massive action. And the massive action I took was I got myself out of Germany into UC Berkeley and studied personality psychology and really specialized in attachment style um, and really learned about my resistance to vulnerability, you know, really learned about how I, you know, I'm afraid to come off needy and therefore I'm not going to communicate my my emotions, right, and my needs. And what's interesting enough was I actually started to lead my own support group workshop. Because I don't know if you know that feeling, but when you know something, people come to you, right? Yes, so the they do. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I want to just back up because you have mm -hmm. said, one, thank you so much for bringing yourself in the stage. I mean, leaving Eastern Germany you know, full of self-doubt and all this self-worth, abandonment issues, mommy issues, all of that. And you did. You did take massive action. So first of all, from going from Germany to, then to UC Berkeley is pretty incredible. So thank you very much. But I want to talk really briefly because people, even in relationships, you said um, being of worth or being scared to be vulnerable. I think that is so yeah. juicy. Even... Even with people in, because I'm thinking I've been married almost 20 years. I've been with, with this guy and I still mm -hmm. have vulnerability, vulnerability issues because of my roadblocks or my, my issues, right, that come up. 
So I think that's yeah. a really juicy topic. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's really what I see as the, as the number one block in blind spots, though, that single women, especially successful, right? Like really oh, women, yes. Single women make when they date. Like there's no vulnerability. So the man is like, why am I here? You got it all figured out. Yes. I don't have a place. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But then what happens when we, the women, come back around and we want to be, we want to be soft and we want to be vulnerable, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'll make. Talk to me, sister. Talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's really interesting, you know, my my husband, he works with the single men, right? And he always tells me, you know, Auntie, the most attractive a woman can be is when she's in her most vulnerable, when she's in her inner girl, you know, totally oh. just carefree and absolutely available to whatever, no matter how it looks like. Really, though? Really? Because there's the yeah. white horse syndrome. I mean, there's a white horse for the woman and a white horse for the man. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yes. Yes, because we, we, as like you, you specialize in those dr- strong, driven women and mm-hmm. they, you know, we're on the white horse and we want to be treated so kindly, but also respectfully. And how do we do that to, to keep our worth and our boundaries, but be vulnerable at the same time? Absolutely. So I actually believe like the more you respect yourself, the more you're going to be able to um, be vulnerable. What I actually see is like oftentimes when we have criticisms towards ourselves and we're hard on ourselves, that's actually when we have a hard time being vulnerable because we expect the man to think the same thing of us that we already criticize about ourselves, right? So the more we trust ourselves, I always say that, right? And it's so counterintuitive that the more vulnerable you are, the more you trust yourself because you're no longer resisting parts inside of yourself, right? Okay, you're going to have to repeat that because that was super juicy. Because you're yes. telling me it's better for mm-hmm. me to be vulnerable. And I'm sitting here going, because mm-hmm. I, I got to speak for the audience. And we're all going, uh, uh wait a minute. What if we're not, <laughs> if we're going to be vulnerable and open and this person isn't receptive, boom, there goes our worthiness again. And our self, you know, all of that comes back up again. So help me, help me in the audience with that. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. So we all have parts and shadows and judgments inside of ourselves, right? Would you agree with that? Oh, I would 100%. Yes. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So and it's not about that they want to disappear, right? But it's about transforming them. So, so Brody and I, we did a shadow ceremony the night before our wedding. And we really acknowledged each other's deepest, darkest fear. So my fear was that I'm not going to be good enough for him. Like, he's such a rock star, right? And he's really everything and then some. And, and his fear was like that he's going to be lose his freedom, right? So it was a different kind of vulnerability that he never shared before because women would become anxious when he shared that, right? So so whatever it is, like every time we women have, we're so in tune with our emotions, but we don't express them. So whatever it is, you know, maybe one day you felt like insecure and you want to address that, right? right. Or you felt jealous or you felt, I mean, one game that my husband and I will always play when I have like a judgment or something and he always says, well, what kind of woman would act in this way. And I was like, well, a selfish woman. And then and then we talk about the shadow. Yeah, where inside of yourself are you judging yourself to be selfish? So that's what I mean to just really acknowledge that we're everything. 
You know, we are everything, right? We, we're selfish, we're arrogant, we're beautiful, we're compassionate, right? Um, we can be everything. And that's what's really behind it to acknowledge and no longer run away and say, well, I just embody the attributes that are acknowledged by society, right? That are embraced by society or by men. Okay. But that I know everything. Yes, and it's. I love the answer. I love that. I I love that shadow aspect of it. But also, again, where do we find that that spouse, that man that's going to be able to? <laughs> Brody, we need you. We need the man's perspective, right? The man that's going to step up and allow us to be vulnerable and ask a beautiful question like that. What kind of woman would act this way? And to not make it in your face like i have to get defensive be and like you say mm. your wonderful brody is kind and loving and compassionate so he he delivers that question in a manner of safety right absolutely oh 100 oh, so how yeah. uh, to the audience we need okay girl <laughs> you need to put a big old batch of men on an island and teach them how to talk like this <laughs> That's why my husband works with the men, right? Yes. And thank you, Brody. Thank you. <laughs> so, 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 like, uh, the thing is, it didn't start that way, okay? And for right. the listeners too out there, I mean, I didn't just, like, walk down the street and met a man. It was like, hey, you know, what kind right. of woman would do that? It actually, like, it really was about me acknowledging that, 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 acknowledging that for myself and also knowing that, look, in the beginning, it might look like, when I broke through being vulnerable without looking weak, which happened after I had my mentor, that's what I always recommend. You have to have someone by your side that, that can hold you, that has a space for you to return to when you get a response that you don't really desire, right? Because oh, yes. that's what's going to happen in the beginning, right? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so, so, so when I started, I remember I was dating this guy, and, you know, he had his own sailboat and whatever, and it was, it was seven years ago. And, um, and again, you know, I was... I'm very affectionate because my mom wasn't, so you always, you're that what you crave the most, right? Yes. So my love language is touch. So one day, this guy was telling me, well, you kiss too much, okay? Ah! And, and so I said, you know what? I have two choices now, right? And we always have two choices, right? Yes. So either we can acknowledge and actually strengthen that, yes, that's my need, or we can, we can apologize. We can become apologetic about it. Right? Oh, I don't like and, that. Apologetic doesn't sound good, right? I know. It's like, yeah, but what are you going to say? Uh, it's sorry for being myself, right? right. Like, I, I'm too much, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. So I did the opposite, right? And I'm like, oh, deep breath, okay? And I said, you know, just who I am. Take it or leave it, pretty much, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was my biggest breakthrough because I knew that, if you can't live with that, that's my highest need. That's it's never going to work out with us. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to be sad when you say, you know, you know, I can't fill this need for you, or you start to become criticizing towards me. But I was ready to go that line down that line. And what happens to? And here's the here's the interesting thing, right? We always we always expect a response that usually never happens. <laughs> so the response was, oh, I mean, I didn't. You know, I don't mind, you know, like if you're affectionate, that's great because he saw that I was backing up my own emotional needs. He just wanted to see how strong are you connected? How much are you advocating for your needs? How much do you believe in yourself? And when he saw that subconsciously, he, he was just totally even more enamored 
right? Like he's totally from that point on, you know, pursued me even more. I love that. Okay, you've used some wonderful words, advocating my needs, advocating for myself, and yeah. uh, boundaries. Oh, on this show, I have talked about boundaries so much. Because mm-hmm. I love this conversation with you, sweetheart, because even if you are in the process of attracting a relationship um, externally, I mean, I, I, I think you would agree internally you have to work on yourself first so you can attract that beautiful entity in front of you, right? Uh, I, I think there's some self-work that has to be done, wouldn't you? Yes. Uh, yes. 100%. I mean, And that's I really you talking believe... to the darkness. That's what you mean, the, the shadow side, right? Yeah, that you really look in a mirror. And, like, you know, I had one woman, I'm like, I just started being fake, and then <gasps> where do I where inside of myself do I judge myself as being fake, right? To really yes. ask those honest questions to yourself. Yes. So let Be me back up to yourself. make sure the audience heard that because your phone crackled just a wee bit. And <clears throat> I want the audience to to know what she was with. What we were saying is if I am in a relationship, so Benny, can I use you as an example of, if I say to Benny, my, my, my partner, um, you are being very selfish, you then have to look at yourself and go, oh, Oh my gosh, where am I being selfish? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And Benny, how would you do you want to be involved in this conversation? <laughs> how would you now? <laughs> but I mean to be be genuinely soft and compassionate about it because if I am if I'm being vulnerable with you, I would want my spouse or my loved one to be vulnerable and, and to have a safe landing spot, I guess is what I'm saying. Does right. That make and sense? I think traditionally the stereotype of the male usually goes with the negative side of things. Like there, it's it's kind of a combative like, why me? It's not it's, me. It's you. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Male like beating chest. Yeah. Male, yeah. Rather than acceptance. And but that's what most men have to understand that there is that other side, but we're we're not as vulnerable. Vulnerable, see, now I even can't even say, say the same thing, but uh, we have to work at it as well. Yeah. And so it's therein lies the challenge. Right there. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a beautiful conversation. It's mm-hmm. having compassion mm-hmm. for each of yeah. us, right? Thank you for chiming in, Mr. Benny. You're quite welcome. <gasps> yes. And not to yet. I know. Aww. He's my superstar. <laughs> yes. Another thing I want to say, Sue, is also... You know, because women say, so let's just say, what is vulnerability? Just a yes. small step, right? Yes. Because let's just break it down. So what I see oftentimes in my Find the Right Man Clarity calls is, you know, we're going into, you know, what what is a block, a challenge that, that's just getting in the way. And what women often do when they, face, when they share something that's actually really sad, right, um, they laugh afterwards. I missed and you on I, that one, honey. What was that? They laugh, right? After they share what's vulnerable, oh, what's sad, okay. what causes uh, a little uncomfort inside of them. Afterwards, they chuckle. They laugh, right? And that's a good indication for you that you're not comfortable with your vulnerability. Because mm. you want to, like, get out of it, right? You want to pop out of it. Because yes. there's much pressure inside of you because you're judging it. And that's what makes it feel so really awkward inside of yourself, right? Like really you're feeling the sense of inadequacy. It's a very powerful word for, for the women out there to look for, that feeling of inadequacy. And what do you do with that when that comes up? Are you going to laugh and make fun of it and just say, well, I don't 
have to go that deep, you know. I mean, life is already so serious, so we don't have to go. We don't have to go there, right? Why are you going to take a deep breath and ah, yeah, Own it. I'm feeling Own uncomfortable it. right yeah. now, right? What a scary proposition. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's the vulnerability, right? And Brene Brown is the the master teacher of that vulnerability and shame. I, I when we talk about this, she comes to mind. But one hundred percent. And you know, one thing that Brene Brown always says is there's no selective dimming of emotions. Meaning you can't expect to say, "Well, I'm going to dim my anger." Okay, a lot of my women dim their anger, right? Because they're like, it's not appropriate, and it's whatever. But I want to be ecstatically in love, right? I want to have the ecstatic passion. And that's what Brene Brown says. It's not possible, right? When you dim one emotion, you dim all of them. Wow. You know? Yes. Let let that digest for a moment. Yes. Well, even... We've only been on this show for just a few minutes, and I'm learning a ton because... You know, and I, like I said earlier, that I've been in a relationship for 20 years, but still I'm bringing my dark side and my muckety muck. And, um, you know, even after 20 years, we're still redesigning, redeveloping our, our marriage, our relationship, and our communication techniques because it takes a long time to feel safe, right? Oh, 100%. And it's, it's one thing that I always hear, and it's so important for the women to know like, men that I interviewed, my man says that, you know, if you protect your man's heart, he's going to give you his kingdom. Right? Yes. But you have to, and what I mean with that, that's the honest and powerful and very authentic, transparent communication with him. Without making him wrong, without emasculating him, because that's another thing I see with, with all those powerful, driven women. They just say, well, I'm just going to compete with you. I'll show you how successful I am. Because they think that the man looks for the same thing in them that they look in the men, which is wrong, which is absolutely wrong, right? A man wants you to protect his heart. That's all he wants, you know? Protect my heart. Yeah. That is so yummy. Okay, you know what? We are going to take a quick commercial (laughs) break. Oh, this has been so good. Anatia, she literally left Eastern Germany She took massive action for her self-worth and her abandonment issues. She left Germany, made it to UC Berkeley, has an amazing education. She's talked to Google. She's talking to us now, hundreds of stages, radio. She's teaching women to be awareness of that dark side and owning that and advocating for yourself, advocating for your needs. Men just want their hearts protected. When we come back, we're going to get some more tools and we're going to dive even deeper. This is good stuff, guys. All right, we'll be right back. Tracking the wrong things in your life? Blocked? In transition? Can't seem to get clear? 
Let Sue Lundquist, Intuitive Clarity Coach, guide you through to confidence and sustained positive change. This is achieved with easy, practical tools you can use in your everyday life. Call now for your personal one-on-one Clarity Coaching session with Sue to get back to who you really are, confident, purposeful, and positive. Call Sue at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com Advertising, successful advertising that is, is all about being on the right platform with the right message the right amount of times. Do the right thing for your business. Advertise on the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. Reach her loyal audience with your important message. Best of all, the options are affordable so you can stretch your advertising dollar to reach the right amount of consumers. Learn more today at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Ready to release pain? Energy is not bound by space. Whether you're in Tennessee or Sue's own backyard of Woodenville, Washington, Sue Lundquist can do both in-person and distance energy healing. Sue holistically integrates a range of energy healing modalities that break through blockages and work through both the physical and emotional energy body. You'll find both a guide and a healer in working with Sue. Hire Sue now at suelundquist.com or call 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Roller coaster. Oh, that's fitting. Nice. All right. Welcome back. Nice, beautiful commercial break. All right. If you're just joining us, we have literally talked about so much the first top of the hour. Um, make sure you go back to the podcast on iTunes. Make sure you sign up for my newsletter, suelunquist.com forward slash newsletter. Facebook, you can find all of this information. Um, Anatia is also giving out. Listen to me, folks. This is huge. A free, that is an F-R-E-E, one-on-one, find the right man, 60-minute phone discovery session. 60 minutes. Did you did you get that? One-on-one, find the right man, 60 minutes, phone discovery <laughs> session. If you were just listening to the last 20 minutes of the conversation that we're having, just imagine what 60 minutes is going to bring you. Oh, my heavens. So I have the link. 
and I'm going to give it to you, but I also posted it in my newsletter and it's also posted on Facebook. So you will have to go there to get it. But here it is. Of course, triple W H T T P uh, semicolon for, forward slash forward slash find the one elite dot com. Find the one O N E elite E L I T E dot com. That's H T T P. Those little dots. Is it semicolons? I always forget. Forward slash, forward slash, find the one. That's, you know, as in the letters, O-N-E, elite.com. Find the one, elite.com. Free 60 minutes, folks. You've got to get on there. If you've got somebody that, um, and somebody who's in a relationship too, because I am finding so much value in this conversation. And let me remind all the audience, if you're just tuning in, I want to remind you of Anatia and her journey. She knew that she was fighting vulnerability and scarcity and worthiness and abandonment issues uh, being raised in Eastern Germany. So she knew that she had to take massive action and her massive action was coming to the United States. So much so she came to UC Berkeley, got an education. She has spoke at hundreds of stages and radios. In fact, her and Brody will be at Harvard in September. That is huge. I commend them for doing this. So what kind of darkness, what kind of awareness are you having for your darker side, your ego, your resentments, your your abandonment issues? There's all those things coming up. And Anatia talks to her women to say embrace that, but also to advocate your needs. Um, and before the break, she was telling us about what men truly want. And that is for us or your significant other to honestly, transparently protect their heart. How beautiful and simple is that? Anatia, welcome back. Thank you, Sue. Yummy, right? Yum, yum. Yum. (laughs) Yum. (laughs) Yes. And when we protect the heart and I feel safe, butchwing. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I need my little something. I've got my dong here, but Benny's over here going, oh, dear goodness. <laughs> I wish the camera was on Benny because <laughs> he's like, no, no, not, not going to do this. Oh, roll through it. Oh, and not to please. I know. Help me out here. My face is all red. <laughs> Advocating for your needs, uh, the awareness, having somebody in your corner with you saying, what kind of woman would act this way and giving you a safe stage to have that conversation. Again, when we brought Benny on for that um, masculine kind of the conversation, it is. It's having compassion for both sides. I I love this. We're in having the CCs of life. It's compassionate curiosity for both, right? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I mean, that's like what, what Brody and I was so important because we're talking about an interdependent relationship, you know, versus the codependent. Oh, so, no codependence. It goes, it goes, yeah. <laughs> no. It goes, it goes both ways, right? And, and the other thing I also want to mention, Sue, is, you know, vulnerability is not just like sadness or inadequacy, right? It's actually also going into any emotion that you judge. So, you know, for me, a big thing was to acknowledge my anger, you know, because when I got, uh, when I got angry, when I, when I grew up, my dad would always say, who do you think you are? Mm. And he was much bigger than me. So I would always, like, shut myself down, right? But what's interesting that the anxious attachment style women that I work with 
they have so much suppressed anger because they, they have been over-pleasing, giving their power away, right? That now they have, they actually need to literally embody all this anger. You know, they need to move the anger into the rage monster, right? Oh. I was in Armstrong calls it the rage monster. <laughs> and so really go into that rage, that fury, but not with like some story attached, not with like an image attached, just focusing on the emotions. You know, that's another way how, how, how you can really step into your vulnerability. Well, let's very, start, let, very, very important. So let's let's back up and dis- dissect that a little bit because there, yeah. the audience is like, "What do you mean step into that and feel it without yeah. any kind of attachment?" Because mm-hmm. I, I, I feel them scratching their head already, going, "What?" Yeah. Yeah. So let's give some examples. <laughs> Could we do that? Absolutely. When I'm like, "Why don't we just start with me?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's have at so, it, my love. So uh, you know, Brody and I, we have this agreement. We don't target. We move the energy, right? So when I get angry, like I'm going into the bedroom and I just like scream, like into my pillow. I punch, I kick, whatever. It's visualize, visualize one of your daughters throwing a temper tantrum when she was younger, right? So that's a great example. Oh, like yeah. little kids throwing temper tantrums. So I throw a temper tantrum and literally move that anger through. So let's say, you know, I, I had an, an interaction with a woman and she really triggered me, okay? She mm-hmm. triggered me. And I'm not ready yet to look at how, how that shows up for me. I have to move my emotion first, right? Oh, um, okay. That was really important. You're not ready to look at how that's showing up for you. So you have to yeah. remove the emotion, hence yeah. the tantrum. Yes, okay. exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Please continue. Yeah. And here's why. Here's why. So when we go into our anger, we are actually bringing our power, our sense of power back into our body. That's why I said... Don't focus on the actual story of the anger. Focus on the power and the intensity. You want to drive that back into your body because that power you have given away. So you're bringing it back to yourself. And when you're, when you're aligned with your power again, right, when you feel powerful again, when you trust yourself again, you're ready to go and say, okay, you know, this woman really reminds me of, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I can be whatever judgmental, let's say, right? Yes. I can be that judgmental bit too. Yes. But before, it's going to be really hard to do that. Oh, yeah, because all it is is fear and anger and frustration coming out, and you're throwing a tantrum on the, the bed. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and then and you also just go in circles. Like, it's yes. never, there's no real purpose. There's no consciousness. That's another piece to be conscious of that, right? I see so many women just, yell and scream out from the top of their lungs and and it just it's just a reactive mode versus moving through it consciously like deciding i'm feeling fury and rage right now so i can move into my next emotion because we're all dynamic human beings so meaning if you don't move your anger you can't feel the next emotion fully right so you can't feel let's say joy or even humor fully in the next time around because it would be tainted by the anger you still have moved. So let me ask a question here. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm asking, so if I want to, I love this, being able to trust yourself again um, and being conscious of said reaction, whatever your reaction is, having mm-hmm. that, being conscious, being aware of your, your um, darker side, whatever that is. And we say darker, 
with no negative connotation. It just no. is what it is. It's just right. we're just setting the table, setting the stage for you, showing you that, yes, we all have anger. We all have resentments. We all have that, that darker side that comes up. Own mm-hmm. it. Be mm-hmm. the operator of it. In other words, mm-hmm. observe it. It's coming up. And if you need to take a minute to go throw a tantrum, you should do that. Communicate yeah. and say, um, my anger's coming up. I think I need to take a minute and get it off so I can come yeah. back and be who who I truly want to be in this conversation. Correct? 100%. Oh, 100%. Oh, 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 I'm such a good You're student. So, uh, yeah, I know. You're like, <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> Yay. But I want to make sure that the audience gets that because it, and you and I talked about this, it's practical tools that they can take into their life, right? So yeah. what, what they're doing and us, us meaning you and I having this conversation, we're role playing, but in a heated situation, it's going to be really hard for you to take a deep breath and go, you know what? Uh, I'm really ticked off right now. Something's coming up for me. I got to go take a minute. And for the other person to come forward and say, Okay, I'll honor that versus, well, who do you think you are? And if that comes up, help me to help the audience to move through that. Yeah. And again, I really feel when that comes up, it's because you have that judgment towards yourself. You are still not okay with your anger, right? Ah. Really, really. I really see that when you transform that and you're like, you know, then your partner feels that, again, you're advocating your emotions for yourself authentically, not from a defensive place, and he will support you. So right? the moment the moment I'm advocating for myself in a compassionate, kind, caring way, not defensive. Yeah. So I'm advocating right. myself. I'm saying, guess what? I'm getting angry. I'm getting frustrated. I need to go take a minute and get this emotion off so I can come back and be the right Mm -hmm. person I want to be in this conversation. That's beautiful. Yeah, 100%. Um, And and it's really about just like saying like what you feel, not saying you make me feel this way. Yes. Notice some nonviolent communication. No, ownership, taking full responsibility and saying, I, you know, and also owning the relationship saying, you know what? I want this to work. I want it. I want the communication effective. So in order for that to happen, I need to go get my stuff taken care of and then I'll come back and have this conversation. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, for someone who's then more advanced, you know, I mean, my husband, and I, we hold space for each other and we challenge each other. If I feel he hasn't moved his anger, I tell him there's more. Move it through, dude. You know, like what's going on? Wow. And so really empowering each other versus you know what I see so much, so if somebody gets angry or somebody gets upset and this is like back off, it's almost like this fear of like, okay, just hurry up, hurry up. I don't want to be in this space. Avoidance. It's uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It, it, it scares me or but it triggers me, right? Versus like, no, what, what would that look like if you would be like, what else? Oh, wow, there's so much anger inside of you. What else is there? You know, it would be that your system is comfortable would be completely surprised because it's not used for that. Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. And also you're setting the example for the other person, meaning I am saying to you, I'm being vulnerable, I'm speaking my truth, I'm advocating for myself. So I'm setting an example for you to do the same if it comes up for you. And I'm also... You give them the freedom. The freedom, yes. Yeah, like, and, and you know what? You said, like, well, how did you find this man? 
I didn't find this man. I created him. Like yes. I went first, and then he said, like you know, weeks or months later, I forgot. And he said, I think I have something move through me. Can I just you know? I think I need to go on the pillow and scream. Yes. And so that's how it works, Susan. It's not like you know some yes. magic man. You yes. Read. Yes. I know <laughs> that. Yes. But <laughs> you, you know, like, yes. You go first. Yeah, and the and I talk about that so much with while well, being on the radio or my clients. Yes, exactly what you said, Anatia, that you created this person to come into your life. Yeah, 100%. I, I, uh, yeah. 100%. And so everything the, that you're learning, including shadow, is yeah. everything that you're supposed to be learning. Absolutely, absolutely. And and also to say that some your shadow might be somebody else's life. Somebody else who's working towards that. Yes. They maybe want to be more selfish or they, they want to be more whatever, right? Yes. Um, and, and so to really see that it's no general like shadow or darkness. and, and, and It's just it's a noun about... to describe it. I think we should exactly. we should figure something else. Well, let's, let's I'm going to go to you. A what? It's the, the, the relationship that you have to that emotion. It's That's the what relationship, whether it's the light or the shadow. Yes, we got to think of something sexier to say. What? I'm going to leave that up to you for you and Brody to figure out some sexy word okay. for that. <laughs> and then right, I'll come back. Right. Yes, I'm doing, writing down my homework. Yes, <laughs> my home play. <laughs> I love it. So I want to remind people uh, how they can get a hold of you. Um, Anatia is offering, and I said this just a minute ago, a free one-on-one find the right man in 60 minutes. It's a discovery session, folks. So it's sitting down and having a conversation, and it's free. This is huge. Please go to http semicolon forward slash forward slash find the one elite dot com. And it's F I N D the T H E one O N E elite E L I T E dot com. Did I pronunciate that correctly? I want to make sure I'm communicating effectively. And to all of you out there, it's going to be in the newsletter. It's on my Facebook page. So if, if you're driving, um, please, no no crashes or anything. You can find all that information on my website and my Facebook page. So make sure you look for Gratitude Cafe on Facebook. All right. Wow. I have got so many notes. Trusting yourself. Advocating for your needs. Protect your heart for the man the man's number one need, protect my heart. Will mm-hmm. you describe what that means, protect my heart? Yeah, so here's, here's what that means, that when, let's say you have an argument, which, you know, every couple has, okay, and every dating situation, um, is to not say, oh, I'm going to punish you with a straw, right, or I manipulate you, right, by being a certain way. To actually, yeah, be protective of, of his heart and being honest versus punishing him, versus cutting him off, right? Yes. Versus removing yourself. Because that, that hurts his heart. That's just the opposite, right? That makes him not trust you. That makes him not trust his heart. Yes. So give him the reason to trust his heart. Does that make sense? So it's more about like, uh, you know, when Brody and I had our first argument, I wanted to run. I felt like I have to leave. But I walked towards them. I walked really slowly because I'm like, what am I doing? And part of my voice was saying, why are you walking towards them? But like walking towards them, just hugging him. I didn't have to have the answer. I didn't say apologize or anything. But I just, I didn't want to punish him. You know, I didn't want to hurt him. And and I said, there's got to be another way. 
So your you know? your example of punishment is in in this specific situation. So you guys, you have, for example, you have your first argument. Your first initial reaction is to walk away, and you to said run, yeah. to run, fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And you said mm-hmm. I made a different choice in that moment. I stood to stand there and to actually lean into the conversation, and yeah. that was and your you- vulnerability, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean. I was literally walking towards them, not like in a, you know, in, in, in just a general sense. I was literally walking towards them. And because I was further away from him, he was at the opposite side of the room. And that took a lot. Mm. And that showed me, gosh, that we can do that. And I kept doing that, right, in other situations. Um, and not meaning like I have to apologize now or anything like that, but just allow yourself to be close and then see, what does actually come up, right? And oftentimes it's tears. And oftentimes, oftentimes it's, it's fear? Tears. Tea, like in oh, tea. Oh, tears. Tears, okay. yeah. Okay. Oftentimes it's, yeah, fear too, so fear yeah. too. <laughs> Plenty of them. Yes, all of that. <laughs> you know, but yeah, tears of, of like feeling the other person being hurt, feeling yourself being hurt, right? And feeling the pain, Um yeah, I think that's like the biggest piece is, is, is to stop and, and to, you know, may, if you get to this piece, we started to communicate, oh, a part of me wanted to manipulate you. Like we literally said that to each other, right? And then we were talking about how that part wanted to manipulate the let's, other person, right? <clears throat> let's describe <laughs> manipulation though, because manipulation yeah. can hide its yeah. head in many different, so give an example. Guilt tripping. So guilt tripping. For, for me, it was like, oh, I wanted to, my part wanted to just like, you know, not talk to you so that you then nag at me and feel guilty that you said that and that you feel bad. And then I can say, well, you know, and it's like this ego trip, right? Because yes. we feel like we're in power. We're like, yes. oh, he feels guilty. You know, now, he, now he's going to let me do my thing or eat that extra piece of chocolate or whatever it is, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I eat that, whatever it is, yeah. I'd be angry, right? Because I have more points on my side. Yes. So it's combative, some combative, competitive energy, right? Versus a partnership energy. Versus empowering each other. Exactly. With transparency and vulnerability. Yeah. And to really say, so, you know, we say there's no space for guilt in this house like when i feel guilt i'm like do i feel guilt what's going on right we, we just like throw it out like there's no guilt there's no guilt tripping we have this policy zero guilt policy in our house oh i love it audience are you freaking out this is so good <laughs> it is so juicy i mean even when you're in a relationship this stuff is good this stuff being Really good practical education and advice. And Anitia Anitia and Brody Brody are going to be speaking at Harvard in September. Um, You can find them. Will you give them your website and the best way to get a hold of you too, love? Yeah, it's the same website. It's it's findtheoneelite.com. Okay, wonderful. Everything is on there. Everything is on there. And um, for the one-on-one find the right man or the 60 or and or and is what I'm saying, 60-minute phone discovery session, will that be right there front and center on the the website? Exactly, right there. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So literally go to the website. It's (laughs) findtheoneelite.com. 
get signed up. Seriously, you guys, free 60 seconds. We, we, we haven't even been here an hour yet. And look how much we've been here 40 some odd, 50 some odd minutes. And we're learning so much stuff. Oh, it's awesome. Seriously, from awareness, what kind of woman would you would act this way? That's a, a question to ask yourself when you're in the heat of the darkness. The darkness mm. being not a negative connotation. It is what it is. It's part of your essence of who you are. So you can choose to have an awareness and look at that. Look at it with kindness and compassion. Same with the other person. Show your vulnerability to your spouse or your significant other. Advocate your needs. The man is always going to want his heart protected. You know what you did for me today? <clears throat> what is it, so? You showed me so much, and I, I'm going to go to my husband today, and I'm going to apologize if I ever did not protect his heart. I don't know Aww. what it looks like, feels like, but if I ever, ever made him feel that I did not protect his heart, because I am... My first initial reaction to anything is love and love and love and love and nurture. That's that's just my blood. It's who I am. So that yeah. was so profound for me. And I just want to go to him and hug him and say, I protect your heart. You can trust me. We have, yeah. you know, so thank you so much for that. But I want to remind the audience also, um, these are really good tools for yourself. Again, advocate your needs Advocate your needs in a compassionate way. Be that example in the relationship. Trust yourself again. Um, Anatia was talking about having that awareness and conscious of your said reaction. Said reaction could be, a, you know, fear. It could be anger. It could be your ego. Be really observant and aware of what's coming up for you. Then you can have that emotion come out, go throw the tantrum, do whatever you need to do to move into love, to move into compassion, that other, the other emotions to show up better in that conversation and empower each other, not the mani manipulation, um, no guilt trip, no, no saying, well, I'm not, I'm going to ignore you just so you can feel as bad as I feel kind of stuff, right? Yes, 100%. Ah, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I was going to the Harvard conversation. You've got lots of great resources on your website. Again, it's findtheoneelite.com. Please, you guys, take advantage of this free discovery session. And also, you're showing support for me that you heard about her on my radio show. And I really, I want to advocate for them. Um, I love them dearly and what they have to show, and I, I'm so excited to see them in the stage of life and present themselves. Again, findtheoneelite.com. Please get a hold of Brody and Anatia and get get your stuff fixed, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just, have, you just have this one life. Yes, you, know? you what do. What else are you going to do with it? Yes. It has been an absolute delight. I can't wait to have you on again. We are out of time, my lovely ones. Until next time, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe.
The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at suelundquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.